Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Curzon Podcast. This week, Helen and I are discussing Austrian horror film Goodnight Mummy, which was released, obviously, on Mother's Day weekend. Uh, There's no better time for that film to be released. The film is also known as a grisly remake of The Parent Trap. (laughs) Absolutely. I didn't think of it that way, (laughs) but I guess that works as well. It's actually also known as I See, I See. Is the right. Austrian translation? What? It's like ich, ich se, ich se, which means okay. I see, I see. Oh, so it, its original title is I see, I see. Yeah, oh, it's just which I prefer okay. to Goodnight Mummy. Yeah, Goodnight Mummy's a kind of. It sounds like a really obviously bland horror film. Mm. Um, but we'll get to talk about the uh, elements that make it a horror film a bit later on. Look at me talking yeah. before I said hello. Sorry? Look at me talking before I said hello. <laughs> yes, we're rude, aren't we? <laughs> hello. Hello. <laughs> hello, Sam. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well, thank good. you. Uh, I've just had a traumatic bag incident. You did. Tell cut... the viewers. Yeah, the, the zip got caught in the bag and I couldn't get it open. I couldn't get anything out of it, so I had to cut a chunk out of the bag. It's quite skillfully done. He Even has done it quite skillfully. Yeah, you wouldn't even notice. No. Unless, unless he showed you, which he will be doing. <laughs> yeah, he's really proud of strangers it. Strangers in the street. Look yeah. what I've done with my bag. Um, so, good night, mummy. Yeah, like we said, it's an Austrian horror film. Uh, it's the first horror film we've discussed on the podcast. The it first is. kind of proper sort of genre film as well, I suppose. The other ones have just been, I guess, Oscar-y prestige dramas up mm-hmm. to this point, whereas now we're going full uh, full, full genre. Uh, the film's directed by Severin Fiala and Veronica Franz, and it is about twin boys... Lucas and Ilias, aged... About age, ten? About ten, yeah. And their mother, who comes back from some form of surgery, her face is bandaged up, and the boys begin to suspect she is not their mother. So, Helen, what's your viewpoint on horror films in general? Where do you stand with them? I'm terrified of horror films. Okay. The last horror film I watched was The Village, which is a 12. The M. Night Shyamalan yeah, yeah, it's a twelve. Okay. So I thought it'd be fine. It was not fine. I actually, I agree with you. That is quite a scary film for a twelve. The Butlin Hedgehogs are yeah. so horrendous. They are. 
that oh it, it is a genuinely very scary film actually. And that village. was the last thing I saw because okay. before that I saw The Ring when <laughs> I was thirteen. <laughs> That's not a good film. To I was see thirteen when you're thirteen, and it's a fifteen. Yeah. So. That's why there are age things, because yeah. it completely horrified me. I was at a sleepover at the time. Horror films are sleepovers And it begins always, yeah. as a sleepover. I genuinely thought that um, my time was up in seven days. Yeah. So, um, yeah, since then I've just said no more horror okay. films. I nearly watched The Babadook, because I've heard oh, yeah. it's a really good actual film, but I'm too scared. So I've yeah, been tremendously brave. Okay. Tremendously you brave. You were very brave. And yeah, I could tell you were very nervous going into this. To watch but this. You, you, you sat down, you watched the whole thing. Every now and then you turn and look at me and I'd hear either, oh my God, or mm-hmm. this is horrible, or yeah. just, oh. And there was a lot of... You, they were the feelings. Your, your hands remained perpetually on your face. They were on my face the whole time. I mean, I like to think you saw everything. I did. And didn't blink. I did shut away. my eyes at one moment, okay. but then I watched the trailer again and I accidentally saw the thing I didn't want to see. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not a good idea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, you're different. You I'm love a horror I'm a massive film. horror fan. Yeah, yeah, I love horror films. Um, yeah, I've always really enjoyed them. I mean, I, I like being scared by them, but also like it when they're really good, mm. like this one is. Because I, I, I kind of enjoy the whole um, sort of, Paranormal activity, insidious. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're very generic and very goofy and very hammy. But I do just they're like a ghost, yeah. they're like ghost train, really. I just find them quite fun. But what I really like is a horror film that really gets gets down to it and just does its job really well, which this does, and then some. Yeah, I agree that it, I think it's a yeah. good film. I think it goes beyond sort of sensationalism as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we should point out that. This is a film that it's going to be very hard not to spoil. We're going to try our best. And obviously, as, as always, about 20 minutes into it, we'll stop and then go into the spoilerific details of the film, uh, sort of third act stuff. But yeah, so if you haven't seen the film yet, just listen to the first 20 minutes. And when you do see the film, come back and listen to what we have to say about the last 20 minutes or so. I think that's what is extra fun about horror films, though. Yeah, hearing what other um, people yeah, thought. Yeah, definitely. And like, their reactions yeah. to certain moments. Yeah. yeah, especially something like this, which has quite yeah. a lot to talk about in the last uh, last half. Uh, Should I we guess. call them secrets instead of spoilers? Yeah. Because I'm just ooh. really bored of the word spoiler. I like that. Secrets. The, the film secrets. secrets. Yeah. And then we're like, we'll tell you the secrets. Okay, so from now on, we're not going to use the word spoiler. We're going to use secrets. I'm just a bit bored of it. Yeah, I mean, it's been overused. It, yeah. Yeah. Secrets, we, I like We that. do secrets. Secrets, the secret special at the end. Um, Right, let's go straight into it. So, I think all horror films kind of have their origins in fairy tales, particularly like grim fairy tales, so like Hansel and Gretel, Little Red Riding Hood, things of that nature. And this film really feels like a nasty fairy tale, I thought. This is a gritty, really horrible fairy tale. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's setting, I think, the fact that it's that kind of part of Europe. Very woodland area. It's, so they're in this isolated yeah. um, cabin house yeah, by it's the lake. Something that uh, you'd find on Grand Designs. Yeah. It was a lovely house, oh wasn't gosh. it? <laughs> I was thinking that. Yeah. From the, the wide shots of the, the house, yeah. I was like, where's Kevin? Yeah, massive glass paint. Yeah. The whole oh, imagine if it wasn't her and it was Kevin McLeod. <laughs> <laughs> the whole atmosphere of the film would have been ruined by Kevin McLeod just appearing and talking about it. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I think it's, the, it's it's two blonde twin boys 
and they're in Austria and in the woods, and it's all pretty much from their point of view. It just had this very much fairy tale feel to it. Mm-hmm. But obviously, it's incredibly dark for a fairy tale. But then often they are. The film it it goes in chronological order all the way through. It generally just stays in this one location, the house and the surrounding. So there's cornfields. A lot of cornfields. That they of, play in quite often. Uh, yeah, there's like really um, well lit, well designed, uh, like wood as well. All the, mm. I love I love woods in films when all the trees are nice and aligned. Yeah. You know, it's really a wood. cool. A good wood. A good yeah. wood. <laughs> there was always. Do you remember the, the bit where there was this weird like layers of mud on top of this lake? Yes, and that's like, that's oh, really really early on. Like, swiveling around. That was. I was like, ooh, what is that? It's like I'm a not... spongy. It's like dry yeah. mud on top, but then below it seems to be liquid. Liquid. Like, yeah. So when you this is quite honestly a minute into the film. Yeah. When you jump on it. It's, it sort of sponges yeah. around. Yeah, I was really yeah. fascinated. I was like, I want to go and just jump <laughs> on that. It looked really fun. Um. <laughs> I'd completely forgotten that. <laughs> it was one of the things before, like, any of the particular horror started. I was just looking at that thinking, that looks fun. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about that in the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> note that one down. <laughs> so the film, it mainly, it's sort of a boy's adventure for a while and then it kicks in when the mother returns and the mother's face is bandaged up for the, for the majority of the film. What did you make of that, that design of and the figure of the mother when you first saw her? I was terrified of yeah. the mum. I just thought, she's terrible, there's some bad things going yeah. on with this mum, this woman, whatever she is, oh my yeah. goodness. She was her terrifying. behaviour is really, really yeah. unsettling, and I was like, oh my gosh. I yeah. hate, like, I just... Whenever there was a bit of her like walking, I was like, no, no, like I don't, I don't want to see you. I was really scared. Yeah, she. It. <laughs> I think she's a really great horror creation as well. Yeah. The, the mother, um, the way her bandages look at certain points, it's like she's got a really wicked smile. Yeah. And there's this whole bit where she's in the mirror, and then one of the boys is looking like but sort of hiding from her mm. and then she looks at him and she, her eye is really nasty Blood and bloodshot shot. and it's oh. that's in the trailer yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is really gruesome there's and a... obviously there's that the music that just yeah. helps you to fully freak out yeah it's a really freaky film um so there's Lots of her sort of just walking around the yeah. house, and then she's like knocking on their door. Yeah, and the tension. Yeah, is so difficult to bear. Yeah. She's she's a wicked stepmother, uh, essentially yeah. a wicked stepmother, but an actual mother. Yeah, possibly. Um, yeah, th- th- that's part of the mystery of the film. You, the boys don't believe she's their mother. They often ask her, you know, "Where's our mother? What have you done to our mother?" And part of that is because of her surgery. But I feel like there's also other stuff going on as well. It's her character that's yeah. changed, which leads them to start thinking that yeah. it's not her and that there's an imposter. Which, can I just say, when I was like six years old, mm. <laughs> my go. mum had braces on her teeth. Mm-hmm. And then she got, and she had them on her teeth braces. And then she got her braces taken off. Mm. And I said to her, how do I know it's you? Uh. And can I just say, my mum was being completely normal and like she wasn't <laughs> acting weird, but it creeped yeah. me out because I was like, what if my mum wasn't my mum? I think that's probably a fairly, relatively common childhood fear yeah. that your parents are not your parents. Yeah. And that there's, 
a stranger in the house. So that's what this film's playing on a lot. And it does it really well. So this hit me hard. Yeah. <laughs> I got <laughs> over it. close to home. I got over film. it within a week. Okay. I, like, I did not go down the same path that <laughs> Lucas and Elias go down. They go down there. Quite a path. They, yeah. they go down a path. But um, yeah, so I was like, oh my gosh, I know where they're coming yeah. from. You've lived this. this <laughs> I've lived the yeah. nightmare. <laughs> there was also as well, still on the subject of the mother, loads, there was like, um, a, I noticed a couple of these like portraits of her, but she was blurred. There's so... one, a mass, quite a big one of her figure. And it was supposed to be some kind of art, I assume, but it looked like her with the bandage on, but blurred. And There's I some that was... incredibly scary pictures in the house. Yeah. And normally, scary pictures are like tiny, um, very beautifully painted yeah. kind of details, and it's like someone's got really creepy eyes or something. You think of a sort of old art history, or mm. like there's an episode of Jonathan Creek. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was about this painting, and it was like the guy with the pipe in his mouth. Yeah, I think I remember this one. There you go. Yeah. You laughed at first. I did laugh, but then I was like, point. no, I have watched Jonathan and Creek. And it's really I? creepy yeah. and small. But these are massive. Huge, yeah. And blurred, so there's no detail, but they're really terrifying. Terrifying. And I was thinking, why is that in your house? Mm-hmm. It's all to do with the tone of the film and just little details like that really set the tone immaculately. I even think the sort of the mud, talking getting out of the mud spongy bit, just little bits like that, like that's weird. There's something beneath. Exactly, yeah, maybe. But just things like that, like yeah, that's no. just a weird thing to, it for kind of to makes have. You, feel you just feel slightly, just slightly, slightly uncanny, just mm. something slightly removed, just something slightly off. And that's the worst, isn't it? Yeah. That vague sense that something's not something's right. Something's slightly wrong, and you but you don't know what for a while. That's so. That's the most frightening thing, surely. Yeah. That's why this film works. It's so subtle, for most mm. of it. Um, I'm just reliving it. Now. Yeah. <laughs> There's also a thing about masks in the film and faces. There's the mother's bandages and the mother's face and the fear around that. But there's also the boys have these like paper mache. I think the first scene is him running through the cornfield and then I can't remember which one now, but one of them jumps on him in the mask. Yeah. So there's a thing about hiding your face and your true true mask and things like that, which is quite Um, an interesting motif throughout the film. Absolutely, and done really well. Um, there's also an early scene where they play the game where you write a word yeah. on a post-it note and stick it on your head and you have to guess. And she, um, the word that they give her is mama, and she can't, she can't guess get it. it. Yeah. Which some of you was like, <laughs> it's hardly subtle. Which I do get, but kind I of, find that it, so tense. Yeah, that scene is really... I was really on the, on the, on the edge of my seat, as yeah. it were, because I was like, this is just... Why There's is this something feel so really odd? horrible about this. Yeah. There's also, I don't know how you are with bugs, but there's a lot of cockroaches in this film. And I don't know if people know this about cockroaches, but cockroaches hiss really loudly. Like, and especially when there's a whole tank of them. Like there is in this there film. are. And the boys keep them as pets. Yeah. Again, that's just something that you don't expect to find in a domestic house like this. Also, their wallpaper has bugs on. I don't know if you yeah, noticed, I noticed it. that in their room. Ants. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like, oh god. Yeah. I think as well the three leads we should talk about. So Lucas and Ilias Schwartz play Lucas and Ilias. Same name. It's real. And Suzanne Wuest or Wuest. Apologies if I've mispronounced your name, Suzanne. She plays the mother. Mm-hmm. They're all absolutely perfect. Yeah, I... I mean, it's so well cast. They're just... 
that that really makes her yeah yeah the boys are amazing and we've read a lot of things as well we were talking about this before we started recording that there's no they they weren't really given a script as such so i just had some that's okay (laughs) they weren't really given a script as such to follow it was more improvisation and reaction and you yeah. said as well that when they first see the mother with the bandages, that's the first time they saw her in real life. So their reaction was genuine. It's genuinely a child being afraid yeah. of this freaky, freaky face. Freaky lady. Oh. Yeah. And they're all very sort of uh, typically attractive Austrian people. All mm. blonde, you know, pale. But just in that environment, there's, yeah. They're almost too perfect. Yeah. And I think that's why they're cast. Because, again... People looking too perfect. You always when they think, what's, wrong, what's wrong then under the surface? Yeah. yeah. So I think we should say that this film really is probably not for everyone. I think as much as we, I want everyone to see this film because this week out there are people there. The Revenant's still on, and Hail Caesar came out, so a lot of people are going to see that. And this is only playing um, at the Curzon Canterbury, I believe, for a short amount of time. Yeah. But. If you're really, really put off by anything that might make you squeamish, it's probably not for you. But I think try, because you... I tried. You tried. <laughs> Helen can do it. Why can't you? Literally, if I can yeah. do it... Anyone Everyone can. has... So everyone has something that is like, that's way too far. Yeah. Um. So there would, like... There would have been parts that for some people just absolutely couldn't take it. So with caution yeah. but the film is actually really good and especially if you like horror films I think you I really think should go yeah. and see this I mean there is there's there's on the BBFC sort of certification guide it says contains scenes of torture yeah now that's not like torture porn like no. Saw or Hostel it's not there just to be a sensationalist but I think it's worth us saying that that's that's in there. And also, yeah. it's not a spoiler because that's the first thing you see. That's the first thing you see, thing you see yeah. When it comes to the certificate, it's yeah. the one it contains the torture. Yeah. It's um, a 15. Yeah, it's only a 15. Which so is, is interesting. So is the ring. So is the ring. It's atmosphere over sensationalism, I think. Yeah. It's about creating a mood and creating an effect with an audience, and that's important as well. Um, so, just before we go into the spoiler section, I think that there's kind of certain horror films nowadays are either, like I said, Paranormal Activity or Insidious where they're fun but they just tick the boxes, they go through it and then there's other kind of horror films where you can tell the filmmakers really know and love horror and are kind of referencing it whereas this I think is its own thing entirely, Yeah. it didn't really remind me of other films that much, no. there's a couple of things here and there yeah. like, I thought of uh, the Dead Ringers, the David Cronenberg film where Jeremy Irons plays twins but, but nothing too specific, it, it didn't feel like it was being ironic or saying, no. ah, you've seen that, so look what we're doing with that. It's despite, I mean, there are some narrative points, I think, that are relatively predictable. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people will perhaps work them out and they're not the most original twist, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. But they're done with such flair and done with and with such sort of dexterity that I think. And the whole you, tone you, you feels so different it. that you think, yeah. like, I was trying to work out, because it's a game of like identity and who is who and. You try and work it out, and the fact that you don't know just makes you so much more scared. Yeah, you're so involved. I was so on the boy's side, because I was terrified mm. of this... Monster, m- essentially. Like, the other. There's She's a bit where she thing. goes into the woods, 
naked and, and then her head. Uh, there's a thing yeah. that happens with her head, and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's also a bit where she's cleaning and she's got an an extra mask on because mm. she's spraying, and again, this idea of insects and bugs, yeah, and all comes flooding contamination back. and hiding, yeah, and sterilizing. It's so frightening. Yeah, should we quickly uh, answer a reader's uh, listener's question? Yeah. So we're given a question, and the question is, what's the line essentially between horror and thriller? So wh- how do you determine the difference between those two? It's a good question. To be honest, I don't know. Okay, I I have had this. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This conversation before with someone I was talking about, Silence of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. Obviously, haven't seen it because I've only yeah, seen two I'd films. say absolutely that's a horror film. But the person I was talking to said, no, it's a thriller. It's okay. about uh, serial killers and police. It's okay. a thriller, it's not really horror. Uh, okay, yeah. But I'd say that it, it all depends on tone and the images that are used. So in Sons of the Lambs, using that as an example, yeah, it's there's nothing supernatural about it, but his in the prison, it's it sort of filmed like a, sort of, almost like a gothic dungeon at points, and mm-hmm. the, there's a lot of gore and violence that's filmed slightly sort of stylistic way mm-hmm. that you wouldn't find in a thriller so that's where i'd say the difference is i don't think it needs to have ghosts or no, things because ho- like the whole the main bit of most horror films is like the horror comes from within exactly yeah and this i'd say is an out and out horror mm. um it's not particularly you know it doesn't it isn't like monsters and ghosts yeah. and etc it's more it's just the mood and the yeah. images that we've talked about that can only be found in a horror film i think yeah. So I hope that has answered your question. Uh, we're now going to move into the spoiler section. The secret section. The, sorry, the secret section of the podcast discussing Good Night Mummy's secrets. So if you haven't seen the film yet, go away, see the film, and then come back. Lucas? Lucas? Okay. Ready? Yeah. Lucas, Lucas. is dead. There's only one of them. There's only one twin. There's only one twin. Oh, God. Oh, the mum is fine. There's the mum's normal. With the mom. She's it's... just had an operation. <laughs> so it quickly Lucas. becomes apparent. They, the, in the, in the, if you've seen the film, you know, in the, sort of the final 20 minutes, they tie the mother to the bed. She takes her bandages off and she's fine. She looks exactly the same. They tie her to the bed and slowly torture her in order to get her to sort of confess that she's not their mother. However, it quickly becomes apparent that she's fine and that it's actually the boys that have 
some, there's something wrong there rather than within her. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, because it's revealed that there has only been one the whole time. The Lucas has either been imaginary or a ghost. What did you think? Is he a ghost? Is he a, a hallucination? I would, I would say he's a hallucination. However, there's one shot that makes me think ghost because, I don't know if you noticed, and I don't even know if I imagined this, but I'm sure when the house is on fire, so that they burn the mother alive, mm-hmm. which is terrifying and just... That's the final bit of the film. That's the final bit. I could not believe that they did that. And oh. it was a day after Mother's Day. Um, yeah, when the house is on fire and the fire brigade are there, I'm sure you see the mother walk off you in the do. background. Yeah. You do. So, but I didn't know if our perspective was Elias's. I kind of, but was that, was that, is it not sort of a slightly elevated shot looking on the house rather than up? See, I, didn't I can't know. remember. I didn't know if it was... Go- you do see her. Yeah, you okay. Do. So I didn't imagine that. No. It'd be scary if I did, wouldn't it? Like, yeah, because no, it, it's, it's, a, it's a wide shot. Yeah, and, and just... I this... think some people would have missed it. Yeah. Because it's just... It, um, there's fire, there's flames, there's firefighters. And just throughout of it, you see a woman just walk out of the just house. Just off, yeah. And but the, I didn't know... Person. Yeah, I didn't know if that was Elias. Yeah, um, okay. I, th- I still think it could go either way. Ghost or... Yeah. Uh, sort of vision. I think mm. it's scarier if it's in his head. Me too. I kind of hope it is in his. I like to think it's just in his head because that makes it, it makes it that much more terrifying. Also, there's a bit early on where a delivery guy comes round. Yeah. Oh yeah, and he. Elias. Oh, I don't know which one goes to wake the mum up. Because someone's Elias, got. Elias goes to wake the mum up because then but who he goes. Let the delivery man in. The door's unlocked, isn't it? The, the door's, door's always unlocked, unlocked because so the, the pizza man just comes in. He just in. walked in. Because because he's loading the fridge and then he turns around and goes, "Oh, hello." Yeah, as if that's and, the first person he's seen. And you but think Lucas is next to him. Yeah. So the whole time, just staring at him. I, th- I think it's imaginary because often with these horror films where you have a character that can see ghosts, they usually have. There's someone else that could see ghosts as well, mm-hmm. just to cement the fact that this is a thing in this in the world of the film, um, like being psychic and telekinetic. Mm-hmm. It sort of it exists. So usually you have another person to sort of back that up. Mm-hmm. Like in the Sixth Sense, there's the um, there's the guy on the radio and the recording that he re- turns out he could see dead people as well. Okay. So usually they do that with these things, um, or it's like hereditary. So like. My mother could see dead people, and I can see dead people. Okay, That's often yeah. the case. So I think that they didn't have that. It makes me think that it probably is in his head. But it's left very ambiguous. Yeah. Um, and Elias says throughout the film, there's moments where he goes, Lucas? Mm. Lucas? Yeah. That voice. <laughs> it's a good impression, it's isn't very it? very good impression. Who's going to get her own yeah. film impression now? The Sam Howlett impression now is... Slowly yeah, going out the window. Exactly. Especially at the beginning, he's going into a cave. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Lucas. And he's on a river. Horrible. And then he's like, Where are you, Lucas? <laughs> um, shall we talk about the torture? The torture mm-hmm. scene? I think yeah. we have to. Let's get we that out of the way. A bit with the glue. Yeah. So, first we're tired of the bed. And it's it's okay. They've just. I think the thought is quite interesting that they use her bandages to tie her up. Yeah. Because that essentially that's what's got her in this situation. Exactly. It was her bandages, yeah, and that's what they're clever. using. To, yeah, that was quite a nice little touch. They um, tie her up. The first thing they do is the magnifying glass to the face. Yes, yeah, so they burn her face. Yeah. With a magnifying yeah. glass. Yeah. 
And often you see him use it earlier on the one of the cockroaches. Yeah. And often a child torturing animals is a sign that they will torture an adult. They will torture an adult yeah. as well. Um, so yeah, they, they burn pot just a tiny little bit, but it's really horrible. It's because they're doing it as their mum. <laughs> no, and she's just fine. She's a normal woman, yeah. She's just had some surgery. Um, so they burn part of her face. Then, because she's screaming a lot, they super glue her mouth together. Well, first they taped at her mouth. Oh, yeah, and then the Red Cross people and come around. And then in this weird scene, which is kind of really funny. Yeah, it's almost comedic. Yeah. That scene, yeah. Some Red Cross people come around and they want to stay in the house. And I found that so tense because I was so scared of the mum. It took me ages to think, oh my gosh, she's actually fine. Mm. So when they tied her up at first, I was like... Yes, good. Well thank done, God. boys. Thank God. Like, just keep her tied up because it's fine because then she can't do the weird thing with her face that she did before. And um, um, she won't eat the cockroach because there's a bit where she eats it's a cockroach. cockroach. It's great. But I think that's a dream sequence. I'm not sure. I think it's because there's you a see bit her, where they open her stomach earlier. and yeah. all the cockroaches come out. Maybe that is a part of a dream. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, after they after the Red Cross people come around, they super glue her mouth together, and then they, I think they they want to feed her. Well, they realise she can't eat. So they want to feed her, and they. This I think was one of the best sort of horror moments of the film, because they it's done so slowly, and they sort of they start to cut. The glue off, just the glue, and they're doing okay. But they get sort of the middle, and then just blood spurts. They just cut her lip, and then by accident. she screams and rips the whole mouth open, and yeah. there's blood all over her mouth. Wee, it's proper horror. It really, it's really just out and out horror. This the last sort of twenty she minutes. She nearly gets out. That's what's so bad. Yeah. So the point where Elias begins to untie her. Yeah. And, and then, then Lucas changes his mind. And she escapes. She runs out, but trips over Ooh, this line that's up awful. and smacks, cracks her face oh, on the floor. Yeah, she then, gets out, and then they, but they set up a booby trap. Yeah, and then super glued to the floor at the end. Yeah, that, I didn't realise, I had to read a review to realise, I didn't understand how they trapped her, but it's glue again. Yeah, and they've glued her eyes shut as well. A lot of glue. Which is kind of why the original title works better. I see, I see, I see. I see. yeah. And then, um, oh, we should also talk about the cat. They, uh, a cat dies. Oh, they, they put go it in all like Damien a, Hurst on a cat. Yeah, yeah, they put it in like a tank of formaldehyde and then light that on fire. And as it bursts, it consumes the mother. And there's, they also light the uh, they, well, curtain they light on fire a can- as well. A curtain, which is the main bit. Yeah. So she's super glued to the floor and she says, okay, Elias, we'll make a deal. I'll play along. I'll play along. I'll play the game. I'll put out two bowls of breakfast. Yeah. Because she ignores... Lucas. And you think, I, 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 first of all, I thought that Lucas had done something that caused the accident that disfigured her. Yeah. And that's why she wasn't talking to him. Yeah. And they, and Elias says to Lucas, you should apologise. Yeah. And Lucas says no. So I assumed, oh, it's, that's, that's the, that's the backstory there, that she's been disfigured in a fire or something yeah. that Lucas caused, because it always seemed like Lucas was the evil twin. Yeah. Sort of, oh, he's this, this kind of evil twin character that did this to the mother. But it's not that... Well, we don't know. It's not really revealed how I Lucas dies. I think she had plastic surgery. Like a facelift. A facelift. Okay. Because she is a minor TV celebrity. Yeah. I guess that they, they talk about that 
makes mm. it's important that yeah. to bring up that she is that has that job. Um, and Lucas is Lucas died in an unnamed accident that was removed from the fact that she has bandages, like just something else. Okay, that's that's what like I you're think. reading. Yeah, I I saw it as because she. It was only that she's there was another bit where she, she talks about the accident a couple of times. Yeah. And And you assume it's a bandage it's and you assume assume, to do with her. Yeah. But then there's another bit she says to Elias, Lucas's death was not your fault. Yeah. Which made me think it in some way he had something to do with Lucas's Well some death. some people think, because there's a scene very early on where they're on the lake. Yeah. And some people think he drowned in the lake. I I thought that and I've also something to do with the cave. When he's looking yeah. for him, maybe yeah. they were playing and he fell in the cave or I, drowned in the I lake. I think that's what... Okay. I think so. And she has just had a facelift, maybe. Yeah. Okay. As a kind of way of coping. Yeah. Like, which I thought was a really interesting thing, because, like, to yeah. have a facelift is, like, to go back in time. Yeah, definitely. Before the accident. Okay. I mean, it's left very ambiguous and mm. unknown. They never reveal, actually, what happens to for her to get those bandages or for... I think you might be right, actually, because she, there's a video, isn't there? There's, there's some pictures on the wall that have arrows, arrows on her so face, think, like a facelift. I'm starting to think maybe you're right and I'm... But then I didn't know if that was yeah. red herring. I think the film has a lot of red herrings all the way through, um, which is sort of perfect for its genre, sort of a mystery horror in a way. Um, we should move on to this new, a new segment we're doing now called Popcorn Time. So these are things that we've overheard in the cinema as we've left and people have left the screen. Um, Helen, what did you hear? Someone said, um, I'm never having kids. I absolutely agree with that person. <laughs> no, it's just... The kids in this film are... They're really horrible. It does put you off children. And oh, they just... they just, they was just... I felt like they were... You couldn't talk them out of anything they were doing in this film. You nearly could. It was Lucas. <laughs> but in the same way that like a horror monster like Michael Myers you can't talk him out of what he's doing and it's the same way that children are shown in this that they have these ideas in their head and they're too young to understand what they're doing is wrong or paranoid yeah. or anything so there's no stopping them and this poor woman was is tied up in her house just her and her, her child And but it's so much scarier when you remember the film again and it's just the two of them yeah remember it without Lucas there yeah. it's just too oh, it's just, it's like when they were playing the game yeah. with the things that's just a boy and this really bandaged yeah. up creepy woman in a lonely house yeah it's so oh. much and when the Red Cross people leave and they wave at the window oh, they're just hey. waving at one boy yeah just one boy it's creepy it's really creepy so it gets worse the more you think about it this film that stays with you, definitely. Because it's just one child the whole time. I also heard <laughs> someone say, well, that was because we saw it like midday on a Monday. Like, oh, well, that's a nice way to start the day. Yeah. And, that was extreme for a midday yeah. film. Yeah. And I also heard someone who hadn't seen the film, but sort of were looking at what was on. And they said, good night, mummy, read the description. Or someone told them what it was about. And they went, I'm definitely never, ever going to see that. Yeah. So I think if, there's a lot of people that are going to be put off this film. But they shouldn't be, because it's really well made. It's like a sort of European art house. It's a European art it house is, film, actually. Is, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Not like it is. Um, it's filmed very much like a Michael Haneke film or something. 
Uh, it looks beautiful. It's done with, you know, you could tell it's, this is considered an art for the people that make, that make it. It's not just a hammy genre film. And I really loved it. But what this film is so brilliant at is just an exploration of perspectives. Mm. If it's only that, it's great. Because at first, you see everything from a child's perspective, so you're terrified of the mum. Yeah. Then, the creepy cockroach, face-changing, what you might read as a paranormal horror... Yeah. ...stops. The light changes. It's daylight. Yeah. And then the greater, deeper horror slowly dawns on you... Yeah. ...as you start to see the film from the mum's perspective... Definitely. And I've never seen a film that's done that shift in perspective so yeah. well. It's very uh, Freudian as well mm. in a lot of places. Yeah. I think the, in particular the whole, sort of, a lot of the dreams you mm-hmm. could read in a sort of Freudian way. And as well, the um, there's a scene where, so the twins, the twin, <laughs> plants a oh. walkie-talkie in the mum's room and listens to it later. What did you think was going on? Based on the sounds Muff was making, because did did we think the same thing? She was jumping on the bed. Jumping obviously. on the bed. Yeah. Okay. She was doing some. Exercise. Well, I must have a dirtier mind than you, Helen, because that sounded to me like she was having an orgasm. Yes. <laughs> and what? What are you saying? <laughs> she was trampolining. Yeah. But it did. It's yeah. That was a. And the boys what, listening to it. What was the it. point of that? Yeah. Just I think a bit it's, Freudian. I think uh, well. You could read it very Freudian, in a very Freudian way there. Because it's only one boy, remember? Because they swap yeah. over, this is what I keep thinking, they swap over listening to the yeah to the walkie-talkie, because they've hidden a walkie-talkie in her room to find out, mm. and then they swap, throughout the night they listen to it, but they're not swapping. No, it's just you listen the whole time then, maybe. Or was he just sleeping and then waking up? Could have been a dream. If it was a dream, that's even more Freudian, yeah. that he's dreamt about his mother's orgasm. Yeah, there was, yeah, I thought that that might turn into something else yeah but it didn't that was kind of left there which i think just adds to the sort of uncomfortable nature of the film i think there's um there's a whole tradition of horror films set in houses because you never you don't want anything like this to ever happen in the place you feel the safest and in the domestic space but here there it is it happened and uh, final note Elias escapes well, does he? Seemingly Is he escaped. a ghost at the end? Well, oh, yeah. You never see him leave the house, so maybe he was killed in the fire too. That's the big question. But the final shot is it's, them standing in a cornfield, and one of them, who I believe is Elias, looks super happy with himself. He's smiling. I hate that. That, that last shot is it's so creepy. terrifying. He's I've actually, smiling. I actually just got really cold talking about it. He's, it's like. quite cold in here. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the mum... And Lucas is have straight sort of blank right, faces, but one of them is smiling. And Elias is looking at us. And they're like, singing right to I'm the camera. I'm really happy. I don't, did not like that. And I didn't know if he was a ghost or he was hallucinating. And the only way he could get the mother that he believed in was to imagine her. Mm. Because this is all about who is a mother and what is your perspective, your perception of a mother. And to get the mother that he wanted, he had to kill the mother. So you can imagine this new mother. Yeah, which is, again, quite Freudian. Very Freudian. Um, or is he a ghost? We don't know. The film's makers say they intentionally left it ambiguous. Good. I'm glad. 
but he's smiling. He's oh. really happy. Right, so uh, I think we're going to call it a day there. Uh, I highly recommend seeing this film if you can. You know, build yourself up for it. Be brave. It's only an hour and a half, roughly, so it's a nice length. Love that. Yeah, we love that length. That's the mm-hmm. ideal Sam and yeah, Helen length. It is. Uh, so we hope you've enjoyed this week and that the secret special has been insightful. As always, you know, we every week we'll do sort of two thirds secret free and then the last third full of secrets. So bear that in mind when you come and listen if you haven't seen the film or if you just want to build yourself up for something. Also, though, maybe just comment. I'd be interested how many people listen who have already seen it. Because yeah. I listen to loads of reviews. I listen to a lot of stuff afterwards just so to see what someone else thought. Yeah. Maybe just comment if you're like, yeah, I've lis- I listened the whole way through because yeah. I've seen it before. Absolutely, yeah. And comment, too. tell us what you think. Yeah, you can uh, you know, comment on the, the iTunes page or on the Facebook, anything yeah. like that. So uh, that's goodbye from me. And Luca. Goodbye from Lucas over there. See you next week. Bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.